Welcome to the Agency Alliance podcast, where agency CEOs come together to discuss agency life without all the flashy talk. It's honest, ruthless, and sometimes brilliant. Here's your host, Maggie Benson. With over 56.7 million Americans working as freelancers these days, there are high chances that most businesses are working with an independent contractor of some type. In addition to these huge freelancer numbers within the U.S., there are various other countries that also have a ton of freelancers including the Philippines, India, Kenya, Pakistan, European countries and more. Working with freelance contractors does give your business the comfort of not having to worry about the overhead costs involved in hiring employees. Instead, you just pay the contractor a fraction of your normal overhead costs of having to have staff. However, if you work with freelancers already, there are a few things that you should be prepared to deal with to avoid any potential misunderstandings or challenges that may arise. So how do you hire freelancers? When dealing with a virtual work environment, it can be a real challenge for employers to hire the right freelance talent for your business. With all freelancers claiming to be experts and the best in their niche, it can become challenging to pick the perfect person for the job. Today, we will cover 20 important tips to know when working with freelancers. Tip number one, be sure to be culturally, tip number one, be sure to culturally onboard freelancers. Many times companies don't onboard freelancers the way they do full-time employees. Some business owners even expect freelancers to get right to the project and deliver results without any corporate culture training. This can be detrimental to your contractor. If the freelancer doesn't understand your cultural nuance and the spirit of the company, their output will usually not be in line with your expectations. It is worth your while to spend some time to culturally onboard your freelancers. Tip number two, use a reputable hiring service. Hiring freelancers is different than hiring full-time employees. While you probably have a solid process for hiring full-time employees, those same processes will not work when hiring freelancers. Using a reputable hiring agency who has been in the freelancer business for a while will help make the process smoother and ensure both employer and freelancer find the relationship mutually beneficial. Tip number three, enforce a transition plan. You must have a transition plan for onboarding your freelancer and also one for when their contract is over. From the initial hiring, you should ensure they understand your SOPs and expectations, including ensuring they document all their work and create process documents if needed. Before they finish their contract with you, they should also do a knowledge transfer to one of your internal employees. This will help you troubleshoot any problems that may arise in the future. Tip number four. Take your time to find the right fit. Business owners have access to some huge freelancers, freelancer hiring platforms. As a result, whenever you post a job requirement, you will likely receive hundreds of applications within a very short period of time. One thing to keep in mind is almost every freelancer is going to claim to be an expert in their skill set. So when hiring freelancers, make sure you take your time to find the right fit for the project and who will fit into your company culture. We have another article where we talk about the tips for hiring and finding freelancers, as well as some red flags to watch out for. Tip number five, be mindful of hidden fees. Once you have shortlisted who you want to work 
with from your pool of candidates, you should have a contract which outlines the exact scope of work and the pay that will be mutually agreed to. We cannot overemphasize how important it is to have a contract in place. Never start the work without a contract as it could re result in a nightmare when it comes to paying your freelancer for the work delivered. Tip number six, let the contract govern the relationship. The contract should, should specify the employer's obligation in the contract. This will help you avoid any misunderstanding and minimize risks or lawsuits. Here are some of the specifics to make sure you cover in your contract. Be specific and thorough. Mention the agreed pay rate. Choose the payment terms. Explain how you will manage the changes to the freelancers in the event that your client asks for changes to deliverables. Turnaround time, a termination clause, and anything else that might be pertinent to your particular business. Tip number seven, critique their work often. You should re review your freelancers' work often, starting from when you are reviewing their candidature to each deliverable. Each time they submit a project deliverable, take the time to review the work. You may be tempted to wait till the end and review it once it's all done, but then you're on the hook for hours that may have been worked even if you're unhappy for the end result. It's always better to review the work in stages. Tip number eight, match your needs to their experience. When you're shortlisting candidates, it is advisable to pick people who have worked on projects similar to what you're looking for. This will keep the learning curve short. One of the things we recommend is to do a video interview where you ask them to share their screen and show that they have actually done the type of work that you're looking for. For example, if you're hiring someone for Facebook ads, you want to make want them to share their screen and show how they would set up a campaign and business manager rather than just sharing a screenshot of it. Tip number nine, don't decide based on price alone. Don't shortlist a freelancer solely based on price. For example, if you're looking to hire a web developer to build your website, you may find someone who agrees to the, do the work at half the price of other candidates, but there's a good chance that their output will be less professional. Thoroughly check a sample work of each candidate and pick one which aligns to your needs. Remember, you get what you pay for, and even then the cheapest bid can still end up costing you the most in the long run. Tip number 10, know your tax obligations. Independent contractors and freelancers consider themselves as a business. As an employer, you're not responsible to withhold taxes from the wages, nor are you responsible for paying certain payroll taxes on their behalf. You should be very careful to know and follow the tax laws for your particular state or province when hiring freelancer contractors. Tip number 11, know that they have other clients beside you. Some business owners tend to forget that freelancers have limited availability and set their own hours. Freelancers have other clients besides you, so if you send them a task and ask them to finish it within a few hours, they may not see it. For example, at Agency Alliance, our company, and at Merit Based Marketing, our sister company, we don't have fixed working hours for our contractors, but we do require that they show up Monday to Friday um, at least once in a 24-hour period to check on their tasks. Step number, tip number 12, protect your assets. One of the main risks of hiring freelancers is the risk of them cutting you out and working directly with your clients. Depending on what your internal policies are, you may not want the freelancer to have any contact with the client. 
Always protect your assets by having all freelancers to sign a non-competition agreement that prohibits them from working directly with the, for the same client for a specific period of time. Please note that you cannot have a non-compete that prohibits them from working in the industry, but you can have a non-compete that prohibits them from working with a particular client of yours. Be sure to check with your attorney on the, on the nature of non-competes. Tip number 13, tap into your network. Before you start searching for freelancers on job portals, check to see if you can get some recommendations through your professional networks. If someone in your network is recommending a freelancer, it may be wise to give them preference over some unknown freelancer. The freelancer has worked with your associate and they're impressed with their work, which is why they're recommending them. Tip number 14, consider them to be a part of the team. Freelancers miss the office camaraderie that a full-time employee gets. By making them feel part of the team, you can boost their productivity and their willingness to go above and beyond for you. A few things you can do to make them feel part of the team are invite them to your internal communication system, such as Slack, share internal communications with freelancers, and if you have a weekly team call, be sure that they are a part of it. Tip number 15, create a personal relationship with them. Take the effort to know the freelancer at a personal level, along with get, getting creating a good professional rapport. Make yourself approachable so that you can reach them, they can reach you without hesitation. Along with the, all the freedom, the freelancing workday can be lonely at times. Try to have a quick chat once or twice a week. And if your schedule doesn't permit you to have a call, put them in touch with another senior team member. Tip number 16, don't micromanage. Most freelancers are pretty good at managing themselves, so it's best not to micromanage them. Give them the flexibility and space they need to get the job done and they will perform better. Be approachable so they can reach you when needed. However, don't try to get, it all, get into all the nitty gritty of how they are getting the job done. Tip number 17, avoid last minute requests. Since freelancers may be juggling a number of clients and projects, it's unfair to expect them to give a fast turnaround. It is best to plan well and assign the tasks in advance and make the last minute requests the exception. If you do anticipate a last minute request, talk to the freelancer beforehand to see their availability. If they are available and to do the work, all is well and good. But if they're not available, you at least know so you can figure out a plan B. Tip number 18, pay them fairly and promptly. You should take the time to learn the industry pay standard pay rate for the position that you're hiring. You also need to consider what other value the freelancer may bring to the table. If they're asking for a free fair rate, don't try to haggle the rate down. You don't want an underpaid, unhappy person working on your projects. Know that the freelancers have their bills to pay too, just like everyone else. So make sure to pay them promptly according to your contract. Tip number 19, respond promptly to all emails and chats. Make sure that you establish your channel of communication with the freelancer early on. Check in with them on regular intervals and don't ignore questions they ask pertaining to the task. Remember, if they are not able to get the answers to an important question, that may stall their workday and put the task behind schedule. Respond promptly and it'll be a win-win situation. Tip number 20, Assign task priorities. When you assign multiple tasks to a freelancer, be sure to set task priorities. This helps them, helps them know the order of the tasks that they have to work on. If you have a strict deadline for a task, make sure that you convey that to them. But if you're flexible with the deadlines, convey that too.
Hiring freelancers successfully can be done when doing the research properly and will save you future headaches such as poor communication, missed deadlines, and poor work quality. We hope you have found these strategies useful. If you have, please share with your community so that they can benefit from them. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Find out more about Agency Alliance, including the show notes, at agencyalliance.ca.